Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the DFS Dreamer Podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. I am Wes Easley, one of your hosts, and of course, joining me this evening, I have, as always, my good friend Pierre from Twitter, at PeeWee31 on Twitter. You can find him over there. Good evening tonight, Pierre. Good evening. How are we doing, Wes? We're doing okay. Yeah, it's Friday night. I was thinking about this before we recorded. It's Friday night, and I'm sitting in front of a computer talking <laughs> about DFS stuff. Uh, I, this is not what I imagined life to be at one point in my life. You know, it just it wasn't something I used to do on Friday nights. I think this is probably safer. This probably keeps us out of trouble. So I'd rather be in the comforts of my own home uh, than out causing trouble or getting into trouble. So I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Over under is set at 12. How many car accidents has yours truly been in in his lifetime, Pierre? I hope under. That's a high over under. Yeah, it's over. I I don't know how many. I, we could list them off right now. One day, I, if you ask me that question, my wife and daughter have asked me that question before, and I've started just talking about what? all the different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 12 is a dozen, right? You're worried that 12 is a dozen. Rex, you're talking accidents. Accidents, wrecks. Uh, it, you can have multitudes of. Uh, there's no, been telephone poles, ditches, oh. 360 spins. Do you been still have your driver's license? That's my next question. I do. I don't have any tickets either. I got a clean oh, record. Wow. That's call the state of Alabama here. See no. what's going on. No, no, no. There's nobody in Alabama that listens to this, so I'm not worried about that at all. Hey, let's let's change the subject real quick uh, and talk about our DraftKings lineups that we over have over here on the DFS Dreamer. We always talk about the main slate on Sunday afternoon for DraftKings, and what we try to do here on the DFS Dreamer podcast is hit three times the value. Now, Pierre, I I've got you know I got a book full of excuses. Right. And I'm just going to tell everybody right now. And I said this a couple of weeks ago, and I think it comes even it, it really proves a point right here. It is so hard for me to go to church and do DFS. I, I'm so busy nowadays, especially on Sunday mornings. I was going to the preschool on Sunday morning uh, to watch people do things. You know, little kids, little two year olds and one year old, one and a half year olds. I can't even, I don't even know how old they were. They couldn't change their own diaper. They couldn't wipe their own nose. So that was on my <laughs> mind. And I'm sitting here making out a DraftKings lineup at the same time. It's, it's just not good. It's not good. I, th- I don't think I did real well Sunday either. I quit looking after I was like down towards the bottom. It's tough. It, it's tough when you're, you're trying to balance life at times. Uh, but it's still fun. I, I still enjoy it. I know my, my wife's into it a lot now. I'll see her in the, the kitchen. You think something's like cooking. I'm like, I don't smell anything. And it's just on the phone, set light ups. But it's all good. As long as you still paid attention to those, you know, kids that aren't able to change their diaper. I don't know if there is a, a kid that can change their diaper, by the way. But I can understand how you can get distracted and your lineups just turn up trash, really. Yeah, no, no excuses, though. I mean, I could try to set them the night before. I get distracted, though. And then that Sunday morning, you know, I'm thinking about things. And I'm like, OK, I could just change this one guy. And as soon as you change one guy, it's over for me. It's over. I just <laughs> I spiral after that. Well, it's worse when you have like the, the right plays, you feel. Oh. And it's just like the, the opposite. I know a big one, you know, this past week was the whole Tampa. Uh, I thought the, the Bucks coach was going to be a shootout. It was. Uh, but I'm on the Brady side. All of a sudden, they decide to run the ball at Fournette. So those are the tough ones when you're you're on the right game and you just don't have the right players. Well, speaking of the right players, let's start out at quarterback here like we always do. Now, let me ask you a personal question, Pierre, if you don't mind. Can I ask you a personal question? It depends on what it is, if I'm going to mind or not. 
<laughs> what is Herbert doing in the in, to, to me in the second tier of the DraftKings showdown line or DraftKings main main slate lineup? What is he doing in the second tier? I don't know. I mean, he's had some some ups and downs, uh, mostly ups. I, I feel, uh, but you'll see you know, if you look at the the game logs. You know, Minnesota in week ten, New England week eight. You know, week six against Baltimore. He's had some team games. Uh, and I think the the way the algorithm works, it kind of takes that into play as well as the opponent. And Cincinnati's defense has actually been playing pretty well, so I'm guessing that all just kind of ties in together, and that's why he seems a little cheaper than he should be this week. Okay, well, I'm going to start out from the March accident. I'm putting Herbert. I'm putting him in that top tier. So we're going to go all the way down to 6,700. Tell uh-huh. me the player that is going to bust out of this little tier that we have here. I uh, probably go Kyler Murray. Uh, if he plays, I know I know he's questionable, but again, uh, he's he's coming off of missed games himself. Still questionable going in, may not play. But Russ is a thing uh, going into Chicago. I think it's supposed to be rainy and cold there. Just in addition to the the elements. So Kyler Murray, seventy five hundred, uh, still probably the one I'd say bust if he plays. If he doesn't play, uh, probably Jalen Hurts. You know he's dealing with an ankle. A lot of his upside is, you know, in his running ability. If he's limited in some way, uh, then he'll, he'll he could he could struggle even against a team like the Jets. Uh, so it'd be Kyler if he plays. Hurts if Kyler's out. I didn't know what you said. What you said, Kyler. I started just singing the Bears theme song in my head. You know the fight song. <laughs> hey, there, Chicago Bears. That's what. That's I the song that comes to you. Like when I think Bears, I think we are the Bears. Shuffling, shuffling, yeah, well, dance. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know it's I, been a while. You may have forgotten that one. It's been so. No, long. no, I know that was my heart. I could probably do more of that than I need to. All right, all right. So those are your biggest busts. I could see mm-hmm. that on both both of course because Jalen Hurts did turn the ball over quite a few couple of times last week. I think they take the ball out of his hands at the very least this week. Who do you think's the biggest boom though? Who who's going to hit that three times the value that we like to look for and maybe even more? I go back to the well with with Brady. Uh, you're looking at that 7,200 price tag, still really good, down 400. Uh, then last week, I don't expect Uncle Lenny to, you know, hit the Jacksonville way back machine, even the LSU way back machine, the way he was running. Uh, really got all the touchdowns. Uh, I think him and Ronald Jones uh, combined for all of them. I don't expect that to happen again. Uh, going into Atlanta, you know, they're indoors still. Uh, good history. I you know, just hear recently when he's been in Tampa, 30 points, 34.2. 26.4 uh, when you look at the last two seasons. So Brady would be my boom. I expect them to kind of bounce back this week. Okay, Yeah, and I, th- I love that one because they he, Brady takes turns. You know what I mean? Like it, it was Fournette's week last week, and I think we've talked about this in the past. If it was Mike Evans' week last week, it's going to be Godwin this week. You know, just mm-hmm. it takes turns. And the, the one consistent, though, it seemed to be Gronkowski. Unbelievable. Rob, Rob Gronkowski, I was very impressed last week by him. We'll get to him, I'm sure, in the tight end section of this one. Hey, let's go over to the Kirk Cousins area, and we will go all the way down to Daniel Jones. All right? Daniel okay. Jones. Kirk. Kirk Cousins to Daniel Jones. And what I want to do here is I want to be a Grinch. And I want you to be a Grinch, Pierre. And I want you to steal some presents from me. Somebody that you want that you don't want me to have. All right? So that's what the Grinch, I think, did, if I'm not mistaken. All right? How about Christmas I, still came, though. It, well, okay. Well, yes. And hopefully these guys will hit three times their value. Okay. 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 I, I will go first, and I will take a Derek Carr while you mull this over a little bit. I'll How Derek dare Carr. you? Okay. <laughs> I have a really little. You can't. Heart. You, you can't take the roast beast right up front. 
<laughs> well, that's why I said I'll go first. I, I'm a host. I'll tell you. How, uh, so, <laughs> Against against that Washington football team, they haven't been able to stop the uh, pass very much. I, I like how the Washington football team is playing, but I really like how Derek Carr is playing. And I don't know if they'll end up making the playoffs or not, but I would say that Derek Carr needs to be in the discussion for MVP, uh, regardless of whether or not they make the playoffs. And I know he won't win it then, but he just needs to be in the discussion just because of how he's led this team on and off the field. Yeah, I like I like Carr a lot this week. Um, I even agree with the the off the field stuff. I felt like he's really handled the the situations that have been surrounding uh, Las Vegas really well. Uh, so that's a, a good pick to steal because he's he's one of my favorites uh, on the slate this week. Okay, uh, from you, um, let me see who uh, is Joe Burrow. I'm gonna steal Joe Burrow from you, uh, sixty three hundred. I feel like he's he's due for a bounce back. Everyone's on Joe Mixon. You know, Mixon's had about four or five weeks in a row. Mixing this, mixing that. Still a really good price. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a, a Burrow week, 6,300. Good price. You look earlier in the season, he was hitting, you know, that three times the value pretty easily. Uh, up until the, the run game, I expect uh, the Chargers to try to take away Mixon if they can. Uh, he still has weapons there. You know, Higgins is starting to come along. He's got Chase. I'm going to steal Joe Burrow from you, Cindy West, who <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take Kirk Cousins from you. I know you're going to say, well, you can have him, buddy, you bro. You can have him. <laughs> no, I'm going to take him from you. I think that Minnesota-Detroit game is, is going to be a shootout. It's going to be a sneaky little shootout. Plus, uh, Dalvin Cook is going to be out this Sunday, I believe, possibly. You know, I just, I just I see him being limited at best if he does end up playing. And Detroit shut down David Montgomery last week. I know they got a great team. Uh, they got a terrible run defense, Detroit does. So they should be able to run it all. I just I see this one going in the air a lot for both teams. It's possible. The only thing that concerned me like that the first matchup was was pretty low scoring, nineteen to seven. Uh, he only got fourteen points. Again, they had Madison that game and not Cook. And usually that second game is even tougher within the division. Uh, mm-hmm. But but Cousins has been better than you know most expecting him to be. So I, I don't really hate it. Um, coming up for you, I'm gonna take uh, steal Taylor Heineke. Uh, you may say, oh, why are you gonna steal him? But you look at his price tag, fifty six hundred. Uh, on the road, he's averaging 22.1, uh, basically DraftKings points for the last two years on the road, only 15.7 at home. Uh, so I really like that going on the road. I think a lot of people are going to be on car. Uh, myself, uh, obviously, I was just speaking up to him as well. You picked him first. Heineke could give you a part of that same game, uh, save you $400. Uh, you can stack him up with McLaurin. You know, you got Gibson in the backfield as well. He has a little rushing ability as well. You know, he's got a 10 for 95 uh, game on the ground. He's got a 29, a 40, 43. So he has some rushing upside, which he kind of like as well from the, the fantasy quarterback. Uh, so Taylor Heineke would be my thief uh, for you. Well, okay. All right. I don't really see anybody else in here that I'd want. I, I know Carson Wentz is one of those players that you look at, but that 6,100 this week means he'll have to get up to 18 mm-hmm. and against Houston. I don't, I don't think that they're going to have to try that hard. So I, I want to stay away from him. And Russ, we can't trust Russ at this point. And Jimmy Garoppolo, I think it's the same way over there in Seattle. All right. Um, and if I'm wrong there on any of those, feel free to correct me. No, it's pretty spot on. I think Wentz can be in play. If Houston keeps it close, I don't, I'm not sure they will. Uh, the only one I, w- I look at maybe is uh, Matt Ryan. I know he's been terrible uh, here the last few weeks. 
Uh, they did play Tampa earlier on the road. He got a lot of garbage time, got up to 22 points. Uh, so he would be one I'd just consider uh, for only 5,600. Yeah, I can understand that totally. All right, uh, that's the rest of the field, Pierre. 5,400 all the way down the rest mm-hmm. of the field. We see that Daniel Jones is out, so uh, I don't want to say his backup is in play at all. Isn't that, isn't that the neck guy, the guy with the neck? <laughs> it's one of the guys with the neck, which oh. is your – that's your that's your area. Yeah. That's your price I, range. I, I, I know. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> No, no. And I, you know, th- this price range to me, I really like some of those guys that we were just got, just got done talking about. Derek Carr, like you said, is one mm-hmm. of my favorites as well. I, I don't like that anybody down here at the bottom, though. Nothing. Nobody jumped off at me very much. I can't trust Tyrod Taylor. I, I, I just I just don't. I just don't like any of these guys. Yeah, the only one that intrigues me. Can you guess who that is? There's one down here. It's not Mike Glennon at 4K. There's another down here that intrigues me. Who do you really? think that might be? It's not Joe Flacco this week, is it? It is not. Okay. Not I, sure he, yeah, I saw his name there. And I was like, Justin Fields? No, right below him. But really, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben huh? Roethlisberger is very intriguing. For one, uh, his 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 home and road splits are are pretty pretty important as well. Uh, you look on the on the road, he only averages 16 points a game. At home, he averages 20.9. Uh, everyone's counting the, the Steelers out. You know, they've lost, you know, two in a row, lost, got beat really bad, you know, the, to Cincinnati last week. I think they can bounce back. You're only looking for 15 from Ben Roethlisberger. He's still got Deontay Johnson. He's still got Claypool, Najee Harris. They still have a team. They're at home, big division game, playoffs on the line. I think that's a little too cheap for, for Ben Roethlisberger there. All right, that sounds like a winner. Uh, I I, uh, I I see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing there, Pierre, totally. And I got to tell everybody that uh, tonight I am babysitting. I am babysitting. I've talked about it before, the Tom and Jerry show. And let me just say, Tom and Jerry right now are putting on a, a show. If we had <laughs> Man, Isn't the episode with the guitar where he's like, is you, is, is you ain't my baby? That's I've my favorite. To- that's a favorite I, I, no, that is a good one. That is a good one. Uh, we, we've separated Tom and Jerry. Hopefully, we can get through the wide receivers before before we move on to the next episode. All right, I'll tell you what that one was. All right, hey, at wide receivers though, let's look over here. Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup. You said I'd never, never. You're gonna always squeeze Cooper Cup in here to your lineups. Is that true again this week? Yeah, I'm gonna try. I mean, I I like Cup. He didn't quite get there. Uh, last week, the the one thing that to kind of pay attention to is the the Odell Beckham situation. Uh, I know he's questionable. Uh, he's he's getting more targets. He got ten targets himself uh, last week as well. Which you know, Robert Woods had some games where he didn't get targets. Uh, Cup still got his ten. If he gets a, a touchdown, the one hundred yard bonus, he's there. He's fine. Uh, but I do like Cup still if I can afford him at nine k. Now, Debo Samuel is going to be out this next Sunday afternoon, which is really important to me because I've really loved Debo Samuel. We see him creeping up in the price range. Does that mean his price is going to drop the next time that they play? Probably not. <laughs> it's going to depend on their matchup some, obviously, uh, but the algorithm is going to take all that into account uh, when it comes to that. So I don't I don't think he will. I think they might even have – I can't remember who they have next, but I don't, I don't know if it'll it'll drop now. Okay, all right. I was just curious how that worked. Let's go all the way down to Jamar Chase, all right? And I, uh-huh. I, I'm just going to tell you, I have a brilliant idea, all right? Uh-uh. I have a brilliant Are idea. Are we staying with the Grinch thing? Because that's exactly the, the Brent said, a more of a full brilliant idea. Did he really? 
Yeah, that's a part of it. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. It freaked me out as a kid. You've never seen The Grinch? Not not all the way through. It freaked me out as a kid. I spent. A, listen, when the cartoon one came out when I was a kid, I was always home alone. I was always alone. And dude, watching The Grinch alone was not an option for me at that point in my life. All right. It was very freaky and weird. And then when, when Jim Carrey, I kind of missed movies whenever Jim Carrey came out with that one and everything. I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it. So, no, I didn't know. But I do. I have an idea up here. Okay. Have, What's that idea? <clears throat> can I do this? Can I play three wide receivers in the same game? Because I think all three of these wide receivers that I want to play in the same game are sitting in the same little tier right here that I just gave you, the 9K to the 7K. Do you know who they are? Uh, 9K is at Cooper Cup. No. You're not playing Cooper Cup. Okay, so we're going same game. 9K to 7K. Same game. Mm-hmm. Jefferson and Thielen? Jefferson and Thielen. And there's a third one. It's in the same game? Yeah, well, I I'm just looking at it, I guess it's not the same game. Jamar <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Chase. I want to play all three of those guys. All three of those guys. I don't think Chase is going to be traded by the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking like, well, I don't think there's ever a Detroit person up here for my receiver court. The Grinch is very tricky come Christmas Eve. You're like, <laughs> uh, confused. I, all three, I, want to, I want to try to squeeze all three of those guys into a lineup. Jefferson, Thielen, and Jamar Chase. I think they're all going to have huge games on Sunday. I mean, they could. They could. I do like Chase probably the the most out of those three. Uh, I feel like he's kind of do. I know I mentioned the whole Burrow situation uh, and how I feel like they they could go through the air versus the the Joe Mixon. Uh, so I like Chase. He'll probably be a little you know under rostered, under owned as well. Uh, Minnesota is tough because these guys you know prices you know Thielen's come up. You know he's been mm-hmm. down in the the six K range majority of the year. He's in five K a while ago, but. You know, his touchdowns are, are continuing. So now his price is up to 7,300. Uh, Jefferson, he's low owned every every single week, uh, 8,200. So it's it's possible, but uh, it's tough. I mean, you got to like Cousins. It's probably why you stole it from me. But just how much do you think they're they're going to score uh, against the Detroit? You think they're going to put up more than 19 like they did the, the first time they played? Yeah, well, I you know when you brought that up, I said, oh boy, I'm not going to sound smart the rest of this DFS thing. I'm, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it. I don't care. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That's not going to be okay. the first they time. They got a good team total. Smart. They got about a 27 point team total, but yeah. I, I actually think Detroit's going to maybe win this game. Wow, wow, that's a bold prediction. Hey, let's go to the next one with 6800 with Deontay, and let's go down to his teammate uh, 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 Chase Claypool. Okay, yep. Chase. I put two chases there. Did I you realize that. that both of my tears went chase and chase. This is this is Friday night. This sounds like it, doesn't it, for me? Your, your mind went gonna let you get it out for a second there. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, all I'm drinking is coffee. I'm drinking coffee to keep me up a little bit, and I put a little shot of espresso stuff in there. But listen, I, it was Friday night, so I souped it up. I went ahead and put a packet of hot chocolate in there. Oh, yeah. I was going to say like stevia. I'm a stevia guy myself. All right. No, 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 no. Uh, earlier today, though, I took a Claritin because I was feeling a little stuffy. So I think the Claritin, the hot chocolate, the coffee, <laughs> the espresso, and let me tell you what else I did. Uh-oh. We had the, yeah, we had this Lucky Charm marshmallow packets for the hot chocolate. <laughs> and I, he goes, I put he bounced it off with the Tom and Jerry kids here. <laughs> I put four of them in there. I put four marshmallow packets in there, well, three in there, and I ate one. 
three. Yeah, it's Friday night, but right. it's Friday night. Hey, let's go. Let's go to Deontay down there to chase Claypool. Um, if if you had to choose these guys, let's let's be Santa's little elves, okay. right? And let's be a giver. As Santa's little elves gave gifts, so let's be a little giver here. Uh, and I'll let you start, so I can get my bearings here a little bit. Give me one of these wide receivers that we think will hit three times their value. I'm going to give you Chris Godwin, oh. uh, 6,600. Uh, he's projecting out as uh, the best receiver right now, points per dollar, behind Cooper Cup, uh, who's the, the most expensive. So 6,600, still no Antonio Brown. Uh, again, I, I feel like they're going to have to pass the ball a bit more, not lean on uh, Leonard Fournette this game. Uh, so I like him. Good price tag. You know, he's down about 400 from from last week as well. So give me Chris Godwin as my, my elf gift. Uh, Thank you, Pierre. I appreciate it. I am going to give you because I think he's going to come back and play this week. I think it's time time to knock the rust off. I know I hear what you say. I don't care if McCoy's back there. I don't care uh, if Murray's (laughs) back there or not to get DeAndre Hopkins. And if he starts at Mm -hmm. sixty two hundred, you are going to just have to give me a huge Christmas present next year to make up for my wonderful Christmas present to you of DeAndre Hopkins against a, a Bears team who I'm not sure wants to show up and play anymore and uh, against a Bears team who's not ranked that high against a pass. Yeah, he's a he's a good price tag. If he plays and he's healthy, then, you know, look out. That's that's probably the cheapest you'll, you'll see him. I'm still not sure. I think him and Kyler are both game-time decisions uh, coming off the hamstring for him. Uh, but, yeah, if he's in, I, I really like Hopkins for sure at 6,200. Um, I'm going to go with Mr. Reliable for you, uh, Deontay Johnson, 6,800. Going up against Baltimore, but, again, I I, I really like them to, to bounce back this week. You look at his last, you know, it's, it's just his targets. This is look 14, 13, 13. I had a six against the Bears that they won, then 13, 13. He's a target, target machine. Uh, he should be able to put up some points. I expect, again, the uh, – Roethlisberger and the Steelers to just look better after the embarrassment they had on the road against Cincinnati. So my gift uh, is going to be Deontay Johnson, 6,800. I will give you the same gift of targets, my friend, and I'm going to give you Marquise Brown against a terrible Pittsburgh Steeler defense. And if you think it's really going to be a shootout or Ben Roethlisberger might have a rebound game, this one could have to be put out there a couple of more times than normal, but he's always getting like multiple targets, double digit Mm -hmm. targets in all those games had a couple of down weeks, the last couple of weeks. So to get him at 6,500, I I think is a pretty good price because he's one of those really big boom kind of guys. So you might be able to, to win this week, buddy. Yeah, yeah, he is. I'll take it. Like in the past, I, I'd probably be concerned there, but his targets have been solid. Uh, as you stated, like five out of the last six weeks, he's he's been the top uh, threat for Lamar. Uh, it could be a, a shootout. I'm not sure the weather there in Pittsburgh quite yet, but he's still at a pretty good price, 6,500. So I, I take it. Thank you. You're welcome. Anything else you want to give me? Um, I think you can go to the other the other buck uh, just so we're, we're speaking mm-hmm. to him. That's Mike Evans. Uh, 6,700 as well. Same reasons that I like Godwin. I, I like Evans. Uh, had a good game against the, the Falcons there in week two. 24 fantasy points, five catches, 75 yards, two touchdowns. I know Gronk's back, uh, who takes away some of his, his red zone uh, type of work, but I, I still like Big Mike, and I think Brady does too. Okay. I'm going to give you, along with the receipt, DK Metcalf. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm returning that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy to watch him this year and what's going on there in Seattle. Uh, we can't trust either one of those guys, can we? Or can you trust a Lockett this week? 
I don't think he can. I mean, I think DK has the squeaky wheel um, from the coach, you know, saying they got to give him the ball more. I think Lockett would be the safer one uh, that I prefer, but I, I just have to see them play better, uh, to be honest with you. That includes their their quarterback, Russell Wilson, before I can get back on. Do you remember that game he had when Geno Smith was a quarterback? Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying. I remember that, too. I remember that, too. <laughs> All right. Let's head on down to uh, just the 5,900 with Del- with Cooks, who is questionable, may not be able to play that that game for the Houston, uh, t- uh, Houston Texans, all the way down to Boyd, Tyler Boyd at 5K. Just give me okay. a couple guys in here that you may be looking at and seeing that you really like. Well, there's two teammates uh, that I consider, depending on the situation. That's uh, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, as well as Van Jefferson. I prefer Beckham Jr. if he plays. It sounds like he is. You know, McVay came out today, uh, kind of said that he'd be shocked if he he doesn't play. He's uh, dealing with a hip pointer right now, but he he got 10 targets himself, tied with Cooper Cup. You know, last week, I feel like they they traded for him. You know, Robert Woods went down. Uh, he's going to be a part of the, the action there. If he's out, then I like Van Jefferson uh, for $200 cheaper. But otherwise, give me Beckham Jr. there. Uh, Hunter Winfro, I, I feel like he's going to be in play. Uh, 5800 really good price. If you like Carr, he's probably going to be uh, one of the, um, the most popular plays uh, the stacking with, uh, 17 or more points and three out of his last four. Uh, he tends to get targets when Waller's out. Uh, Waller's going to be out, so it probably sets up pretty well uh, for Hunter Renfro, who I like here at 5800 also. I don't blame you for liking Hunter Renfro. What a game he had on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, that connection, if, if Waller's not in there, maybe just really boom, one of those special ones that we could see on Sunday. Okay, so I, I do like that. 4,900 and the rest of the field, Pierre. 4,900 and the rest of the field. I, I just want to kind of go through here, pick out some people you like, pick out some people I like, just looking at things in here. And, of course, I know you're going to mention this, so I don't want to steal your thunder, but I, <laughs> I, I kind of want to, of T.Y. Hilton. You called it right last week when you said that he was going to get a touchdown and that this is his season, and he always tears up those Houston Texans, especially in Houston. So I, you gotta, we got got to have T.Y. Hilton on our radar at 4,400. Yeah, you got to look at him. It's, it's Ghost Week. Uh, his nickname's the Ghost. Uh, he, he seems to own the, the Texans, and he, he always starts the warm-up uh, just before he gets there, which, which happened. Again, it happened last season as well where he had a pretty good game going into Houston. So I'm a little concerned just because uh, the Colts are – they need to run the ball. You know, they have, I feel like, uh, the best running back uh, in the NFL now that, you know, Derrick Henry's hurt. So I think they're going to run the ball, but they're they're going to need to get T.Y. involved. This is his his home, <laughs> away from home, I guess you could say. So I do like T.Y. a lot against the Texans, just based off the matchup and the history. Sure. And before he gets up to 9K, everybody needs to go out this week and get Josh Reynolds at 3,400, I believe, against the <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. He got 16 DraftKings points last week on just five targets. But I do think that they're v- developing a little bit of a, 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 you know, a past history there with Goff and Reynolds, and they're developing something again there in Detroit. He'll probably become that favorite wide receiver of Goff real quick, just because he might be the only wide receiver there for Goff. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. Like you said, they they play together with uh, the Rams. Showed a good connection on Thanksgiving, so that's that's definitely something to to pay attention to. Uh, another cheap guy that's it's really just gonna—I don't know—I don't know how it's gonna play out, uh, just because his team likes to run the ball. But Jawan Jennings is also pretty cheap at thirty-one hundred. Uh, Debo Samuel's out, so Jennings is gonna be on the field opposite Brandon Ayuk. Uh, it could turn into a, a tight end game, which we'll get to later. But I don't mind him uh, for a cheap punt if you're needing someone super cheap. 
uh, that you're trying to jam in down there. I feel like that's a pretty good price. I like Deshaun Jackson. Uh, he's 4,200. Returned to practice today after injuring his calf. He's he's really that rugs now that stretches the field, you know, for the Raiders. Uh, it's a revenge type of game. You know, he was a part of the, the Washington football team uh, franchise, and he tends to play really well, you know, against the Eagles, against the Washington football team, those teams he played for in the past. Uh, so 4,200, I feel uh, Deshaun Jackson's also in play here. Great call. And and I was trying to debate about the the Las Vegas Raiders wide receivers because now if Waller's not in there, they'll be able to try and take away Hunter Renfro, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking Deshaun Jackson, of course, he's, he's going to do his thing. But then Zay Jones also had seven targets, five receptions last week. It was an anomaly for, in that game for it. But listen, the Raiders just don't run the ball. They just don't want to run the ball. It, it, <laughs> you hardly ever see him run the ball. And Derek Carr has thrown it all over the field. He's only at, Zay Jones is only at at $3,200 this week, and he put up 11 DraftKings points last week. He might be worth a dart throw. Yeah, he is. He seems to be, you know, getting more targets than, you know, Brian Edwards, who many thought were, were going to be that that next top receiver for the Raiders, former third-round pick. But Jay Jones definitely isn't bad as well. It gets a little ugly uh, from here. DeAndre Carter's just a name I would mention uh, with the Washington football team opposite this game. Uh, saw six, six, three, and five targets. He's gotten three touchdowns out of the last four weeks himself also. Uh, so if you do decide to go with a Heineke stack, you want to save some money, you know, off of McLaurin, you can take a look at a DeAndre Carter there at 3,600. It doesn't happen often. Doesn't happen often. But like LaVisca Chenault, right? <laughs> it doesn't happen at all. <laughs> how, how do you get more? T- how do you get nine targets and only finish with eight tra- draft games points? How does that happen? That's <laughs> oh, bad points. That's hard, man. And everybody's t- don't don't let anybody talk you into LaVisca Chenault next year either. So I said that just to make everybody happy next year as he goes off. Next year. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He was a, welcome, he was a darling. I remember the timeline. A lot of people welcome. loved him. Hey, over there at tight ends, let's match them up with some of these uh, tight ends just real quick here, Pierre. Um, Actually, before we do that, let me remind everybody that they are listening to the DFS Streamer Podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. That is Pierre that you're listening to, trying to walk me through a Friday night where I'm all jacked up on hot cocoa and coffee. And uh, (laughs) Pierre's doing a wonderful job with that. Make sure you follow him at PeeWee31 over there on Twitter. You can follow me as well, at Lofanet on Twitter. I appreciate everything you guys have been doing for us. We've just about hit that 100 retweet, quote tweet mark, uh, like mark, whatever you want to count all those things. So we've been working hard trying to get the name out there trying to build everything for you guys trying to help out with the fantasy impact today network as well and pierre and i have been talking about some things uh on the side that we're thinking about doing uh, with this show and with other shows maybe even as well so we're going to want all of your support for this so please make sure you subscribe to the podcast make sure you like it leave a review all those things help the podcast get out into the community a little bit more and trust me when i say we're about to be a little bit different, I feel. I feel like we're going to be a little bit different here in the near future, and we will appreciate everybody's support when we do so. Now, Pierre, overall, they're on tight ends. Darren Waller is doubtful, right? Darren mm-hmm. Waller is doubtful. Do you think he's going to play Sunday? No. Okay, that's we won't talk about Darren <laughs> Waller. Then. He doesn't. Can we talk about his, his backup? Because that's probably <laughs> going to be the most popular yes. play on the slate, and that is yes, Foster Moreau. 2,700, so I don't think Waller's going to play. It's going to be – most lineups are probably going to have Foss Monroe to, to save salary. Uh, so I, I feel like he's probably going to be the, the, the highest rostered own, own player on the slate for, for tight end personally. 
Well, it wouldn't matter if Darren Waller was playing or not because I, if, I don't know if you've heard this or not, I am hmm? no longer talking to Darren Waller. He you can try not. to call me. You know, he can try to call me all he wants. I am no longer talking to Darren Waller after what he did to my baby bowl lineup uh, last <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, this Thanksgiving, I said last Thanksgiving it was just a week ago or whatever. Two weeks ago. Uh, what he, hey, where you only gave me just those little bit. I know he got injured, and so I don't want to hold it. Yet, but I'm still just a little upset. I am a little upset. Okay. <laughs> you can't take it personal. I mean, it happens to the best of us. I can. I can. <laughs> I actually finally got in a, a top ten. It's it's been a a long journey uh-huh. for me. I finally had a top 10 week. I'm slowly creeping up. Not sure I'll have enough time to get there, but I'm starting to pick up some pace. The the champion last year, Ben Cord- Ben Ben C, he w- ended up not winning his first week, he said, until the Thanksgiving week. So you yeah. still have time. Yeah, there is time. And and he ended up winning off, I think, three times in the last whatever, however many weeks that is. But he ended up winning three times, and then he ended up taking the home the crown. So uh, we're talking about the Baby Bowl, of course, and the Baby Bowl playoffs are coming up very, very soon where we give part of the uh, entry fee, which I think is – how much was it? Do you remember? 35 uh, maybe? 25 Yeah, it's something like that. I, I, I want to say it might have been more, but I believe it goes maybe. to good cause, the March of Dimes, I believe. Mm-hmm. It is the March of Dimes. Half of it goes towards a donation towards March of Dimes. And another thing, uh, but that that if <laughs> that Rob will probably say, you didn't remember what I know. I don't, Rob. I'm sorry. I got lucky charms on my brain. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, it goes towards half of it goes towards donations. And then the other half goes into a prize pool where we split it up each week. And that's what we're going to do for the playoffs. And then an overall winner takes home something as well. And, it, and it's a fun competition. It's really mm-hmm. different. It's really unique. Isn't it? It's been a fun um uh, a change of pace to the entire fantasy football season, I think. Yeah, it is. It's 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 different than your your season long, and it, it kind of ties in. You know, really almost like a, a DFS in season long because you got an eliminator where you can't play people. You know, more than once. So I really like it. There's a, a lot of talented, you know, smart minds oh, uh, yeah. within this contest, uh, bouncing ideas off of each other. You know, poking fun at each other. It's a, a pretty good time. It is a good time, so make sure you you listen up for that. We'll have that linked up. And, of course, the Baby Bowl podcast is over there on Fantasy Impact today as well, so make sure you subscribe to it. So let's go over to 6K and the MVP of the tight end room, Mark Andrews, right? How, did you expect Mark Andrews to be this good this year, Pierre? Uh, he's good. He's not the MVP. It's it's still Kelsey. <laughs> okay, right, right. He's not on the slate, so I didn't put it that He's way. not, but he's still the top guy. <laughs> Let's go all the way down to 5,200 and Hawkinson, okay? And we'll okay. just play a little will he or won't he. I don't think we do this enough times with the tight ends. Hawkinson, TJ Hawkinson at 5,200. Will he or won't he hit three times his value against Minnesota? I'm going to go won't. Okay, won't. Will Rob Gronkowski against Atlanta at 5,300? Yes, will. Oh, he's going to be our first 10K player. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> I was so pumped up watching him last week, man. I, I, I was not. I was I not pumped up. <laughs> he, he, would hit people. he would hit people, man. They, they would knock. They would go backwards. That guy yeah. dishes out the punishment. He was fun to watch. Right, who's next? Ertz. Yes. <laughs> Ertz. <laughs> Ertz at 5,400. Three times the value. Uh, no. Okay, Kyle Pitts, three times the value against Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say, well, I think I think Pitts has a, a bounce back week for, I don't know, it's been a while, so yes. <laughs> yeah, Jack Doyle had a good week last week against him, he so did. Why, not, why not Pitts? George Kittle at 5,900 against Seattle. I do. I, I really like Kittle this week. I feel like a lot of folks are going to be on Iuk, uh because Debo's out, but Seahawks have been playing a lot of zone, and if they're going to play zone against the 49ers, it's going to open up Kittle. 
He does like to block, so I feel like the running game's still going to be in play, but I really like Clito a lot for, for 5,900 this week. And lastly, Mark Andrews at 6K. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say he, he will as well, just because oh, wow. I mean they have such a a small target share uh, there in Baltimore. It's it's pretty much him and, and Hollywood that Lamar's throwing it to. They'll they'll mix in a, a little Bateman now. Uh, Watkins will get a couple targets here or there, but the, the main the main course is is Andrews and, and Hollywood Brown. So I'm going to say yes, uh, 18. Yeah, I think he can get there. I don't know how he gets in the end zone as often as he does. And he's just standing there, too, man. He just gets him all positive. It's pretty cool to see. Uh, Zasecki lists us off there at the next one, 5,100. And then we're going the rest of the field, Pierre. Uh, okay. Let's find some people down here that we really like. I, I'll say Friermuth. Uh, he looks healthy. He looks like he's going to play. He's 4,200. Seems to be mm-hmm. one of Ben's favorite targets there in Pittsburgh nowadays. Yeah, baby Gronk. You're just boasting uh, Gronkowski. He, he's known baby Gronk there at Penn State, so – I do like Fryer move. I like right below him, Logan Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, 4K. Uh, had a touchdown caught back that I, I still thought was a, a touchdown. I guess I don't understand uh, catches anymore. But that was his first game back. Uh, he's now looking at a second game back. He had a pretty good share of targets as well, played 79% of the snaps. And apparently that was, you know, you know easing him back with <laughs> 79% of the snaps. Yep. So uh, you're looking against the, the Raiders, who also have struggled against the tight end all season, uh, coming in 31st out of that group for uh, against tight ends. So Logan Thomas, 4K, I like him. Okay. Is that all? No more? There's a few uh, I think you can take a, a chance on. One's uh, James O'Sonnessy. Uh, he's actually $100 cheaper than Fossil Moreau at 2600 Dan Arnold on the IR. Uh, you're looking at a, a total of only 17, but they're they're playing the Rams in Los Angeles. I expect uh, Jacksonville to be trailing. Really cheap price. He's almost the minimum salary, so I don't mind uh, James O'Sonnessy there uh, as well. I think Conklin's always kind of in play uh, when you look at the the Vikings. It's their, their two receivers and Thielen and Jefferson. It's the running back, and, and then it's Tyler Conklin at 3,700. I think he's in play as well as Higby, you know, 3,800. You know, he's pretty cheap. You know, he's been all the way up. You know, the, like forty five hundred himself. So I, I think Higby, especially if Beckham's out, you know, they they got to go to someone else besides Cooper Cup. So if Beckham's out, I wouldn't mind Higby there at thirty eight hundred also. And with that Henderson news, possibly too. I I haven't seen yeah. any latest updates, but they'll have to move the ball somehow, some way. I will not say Jimmy Graham this week. I will not. I'm not <laughs> going to the well twice. I called. You got there week. though. You got the touchdown. <laughs> I did. I did get the touchdown, but I'm not going to the well twice. All right. I'm not going to do that. All right. Let's head over to DSTs really quick and see if we see any cheap ones uh, again this week, Pierre. We've done pretty well with all this, I believe, this year. Uh, mm-hmm. We're finding the cheap DSTs that give us pretty good value at three times the value here. I I, I know you want to say the Lions. I just can't see it happening this week. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say the, the Lions. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. I, <laughs> I just again, I, I feel like they they can win this game. Uh, I know you're gonna see a high total for the Vikings, but the Vikings have one of the the worst offensive lines uh, in the NFL. Believe it or not, they're also gonna be without their their rookie Christian Darishaw, uh there at tackle. Uh, you're looking at a home game. Uh, Cousins throws the ball. You know he has two good weapons, so he's gonna throw the ball. There's no Dalvin Cook. I know Madison's still good, but there's no Cook. I just feel like things can line up to where if you want a cheap defense, there are not a lot of good ones down here, but I feel like the, the Lions could take advantage. You look at, again, week five, they they held the Vikings to 19 points. In Minnesota, uh, got you seven fantasy points. You take seven points for 2.3K any day of the week. 
You know, I want to say the Jets, just because of how many times Philadelphia turned the ball over last week, and that could always lead to touchdowns. But if Gardner Minshew's back, if he's back there playing quarterback, he's going to fire that team up. And I, I'm not saying he's a good quarterback, but I could see him firing that team up to where they might play actually a little bit better because he did, he doesn't. He he throws the ball pretty well. You know what I mean? He throws the ball pretty well, and they have some receivers there that I just think Jalen Hurts doesn't normally get the ball to. I don't I don't like Minshew. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I don't mind the Jets. I think you're you're right. The Jets could be in play. I feel like they're more in play, actually, if Minshew starts. I don't understand that phenomenon, but that's just me. I can't say much because this one win last year was against my coats in week one. <laughs> no, you can say all you want. <laughs> it's just but, the stash. Uh, I, I am infatuated with the stash. That's all. That's all it is. There you go. There you go. But even like if Hurts, you know, starts again, he's dealing with a, a bum ankle himself. Uh, if he can't really run, you know, I'm not the, I'm not really thrilled with his, his throwing accuracy. Uh, so if he's banged up, even in starts, I feel like the Jets could be in play. So I think you're right with, with them at 2,500 also. Yeah, and I don't mind the Giants against Miami. I know Miami has been on a roll, but I, I think they're in for a letdown game at some point. And that Giants defense has been stingy all year long. Um, I, 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 that's just one for me that I'm looking at at 2,700. I want to diagnose it a little bit more. But, man, they had three interceptions last week against Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. We could say that was all because of Philadelphia. But the Giants <laughs> were playing, so they may have had a little bit to do with it. Yeah, I mean, they've had some some good games. Uh, the one thing I would – be cautious on is Mike Glennon. Um, he could just put them in bad spots, you know, as a quarterback. And, and sometimes people don't take that into consideration. They look at, at defenses and yeah. how good a defense is. But if the offense is constantly off the field, you know, <laughs> or, or putting their defense in for the bad positions uh, for the opposition, then that could really backfire on you. So I would just caution uh, with the Mike Glennon factor. You just hate ex-bear quarterback here. That's all it is. Mike Glennon used to be my quarterback. You got to pay him a lot of money, too. You should You should hate ex-bear quarterbacks. <laughs> no, I got Nick Foles still taking a lot of money, too, and he's just over there. He's a backup this week. He's, he's KB2 this week. I don't know what he is. It doesn't matter what he is. Who else do you see that you're looking at at DSTs uh, this week? Are you are you going to pay up maybe for the Rams against Jacksonville? Rams are in a must-win game. They, they must win this game. I think a lot of people are going to try to pay up because that's where the that's really where the points per dollars checking with all the projections. You know, the Rams, uh, as you just mentioned, the the Colts going into the the Texans there with Tyrod, uh, even the Eagles. You know, they got Zach Wilson. You know, on the other side of the ball, you just saw the Texans do really well against him. Uh, the Bucks, their defense is is starting to, to play a little better. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, you've seen him, you know, struggle against other teams. Uh, your Bears, you got Arizona on the opposite side of them with Dalton. So there's there's some teams up here that I really feel like you know you could play that you, if you want to pay up. Even the Dolphins, we just mentioned Glennon. You got to look at the Dolphins. They played really well in defense. Really last three out of four weeks, you know, twenty three points and five, eighteen points, seventeen points. All those double digits are, were at home. They're at home. So the, the Dolphins are probably the ones that grade out the best this week at thirty three hundred if you can get up there. At running back, we have the out starting over for every team, I believe, is every team's got an out position. <laughs> Listen, can I tell you my theory? I thought about I've been thinking about this with the running backs. Do you remember when Derrick Henry, and we see this with a lot of running backs, when they show us their workout films in the preseason or even before preseason, uh-huh. 
You remember Derrick Henry was doing the, you know, the rubber band things yeah. and everything like that in the weight room. And we're all kind of looking at it going, how in the world does that? No wonder he's so strong. He's an animal. You know, we're just looking at it. Maybe the running back body is not built to withstand that much punishment, not only during a football season, because, man, we, we might take it for granted. But you know, you and I would be weeping if somebody hit us as hard as a defensive lineman hits. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they take a lot of punishment, and the body needs some time to heal. And I wonder if in the off season, when they start training the way they do nowadays, if that's just not putting too much pressure on the body to where we're seeing all these injuries, and maybe there's these in- this many injuries every single year. But you know, these workout regimens have haven't been around forever. And I remember running backs back in my day, a long time ago, they used to be a little chubby. Can I, can I say <laughs> that? They used to have some bounce to them whenever a, a defensive back or a linebacker hit them. There was a little bit of bounce on them. And nowadays, it's just it's muscle against muscle. It's man against man instead of something like that. So that, that's just my theory. I wonder if the body doesn't need a little bit more rest. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a gladiator sport, and it's really because of the running backs. I mean... You're a receiver. You can, you know, get out of bounds or, or go down. Whereas running backs, you're kind of expected to to run people over or run through tackles. So uh, it definitely could play a part. Uh, I think that's why a lot of franchises also don't pay, you know, running backs a, a lot of money once they, you know, hit a certain age. And it's not even like when they're older. They just don't. They don't. They're not willing to invest, you know, in running backs because they do start to break down. You've seen it with, you know, Le'Veon Bell and Todd Gurley. You know, you're starting to hear the questions about Christian McCaffrey even after he got his big deal. So it's definitely a thing there. And Derrick Henry up until this year was kind of the the odd man out of that. He's like the outcast of being able to handle it all. I know he's still only got a foot, but that's just the concerns I even think with the owners and GMs that are, you know, responsible for paying these guys. I agree with you. We, this might be it. Next week might be it, Pierre. Can we Uh see JT jump all the way up to the 10K price range that we have not seen yet after he gets done facing the Houston Texans this week because he's (laughs) at 92K right now? It's it's possible. He has to have a big game. If he has one of those Buffalo Bill-type games, uh, I think he could get there. It won't be next week because we have a bye uh, next week, but it could be, you know, coming out of the bye week 14. So we'll, we'll see. I think it's kind of a race between him and Cooper Cup currently. Cup got up to 9,600, I believe, one week. Uh, so he got pretty close. But it's going to be one of those two. But it could be JT if he has a big week. I, If I was JT, I'd be walking around that Colt locker room and that practice facility and everything, and I would just be giving everybody the stink eye. Like, why did you not give me the ball more last week? Why did? Where was I? Well, you forgot about me. I think he gets fed this week over and over again. So I love JT. I'm going to try to put him in every lineup. I have already run out of money when I put those three wide receivers to take T in there. So I don't know. (laughs) Mike Glitter, here we come. (laughs) Austin Eckler, we or no? We. Times his value. 8,300. We. Okay. All right. I like all three. I like Mixon. He's a we also. Okay. And uh, uh, Najee Harris, is he a we or no? 7,700. I'm going to go no. I prefer the passing game for the Steelers this week. Madison, you keep talking up the Detroit Lions. Is he a we or a no at 7,600? I'm going to go no, um, which is bad because you look at his history against the Lions, and it seems to be when, when Cook gets injured, apparently, because you look at week 17 <laughs> uh, last year, 29 and a half points. 
week five this year, 30.3. So he could definitely get there. Uh, running back's probably going to make or break uh, the slate with who you get and if you can get the right guys. I'm going to go no just because I like the, the Lions, but he could, he could for sure burn me just like Mixon has for like five weeks in a row. If I have James Conner, if I am James Conner, I'm going up to the DraftKings uh, facilities and I'm headed up to the head top floor to the head honcho's room. And I'm saying you are putting Madison at, <laughs> at, at that price range. And you have me down here at fifty nine hundred. We were both backup quarterbacks this year. Madison hasn't done anything. I do nothing but score touchdowns. And I would be I'd be irate. I would be irate. Madison seventy six hundred and Conner's at fifty nine hundred. I just don't get the pricing right now this week. I just don't get it. It's just the way they're they're involved uh, in the in the offense. I know it, it stinks, but again, if if Madison's like below six k, everyone's going to play him, even over Connor. If they're the same price, everyone's going to play Madison. For one, they're going to see that green thirtieth uh, next to him uh, against the Lions, who really do struggle against the run. They're going to go to the box scores and game logs and see the last two times he's played the Lions, he's put up pretty much thirty points. So that's that's why he he's up there and. When the Cook injury news happened at, at four o'clock, it, it gave DraftKings, you know, time to put that back up, you know, a little higher in price than what he would be normally, just because they could plan for that injury. Can I say Leonard Fournette and you not yell at me? You can try. <laughs> could, we are no Leonard Fournette against the Atlanta Falcons at seventy three hundred. No, he, he he wasted all on us. <laughs> <laughs> Take that with the great assault, listeners. You heard it. You heard it right there. Cordero Patterson at 7K, Pierre, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <sighs> I want to say no, but just because the the running back struggle against Tampa, and that, that's why Taylor kind of got phased out early. They were actually stopping him really early in the game. What the coach just didn't do was keep him honest, which is where we, we got in trouble. But you look at, you know, week week two, he got 23.9. He only had seven rushes for, for 11 yards, but he had a touchdown and he caught five balls for 58. And those those pass-catching running backs are, are really how you can get to the the, the Buccaneers. So I'm going to say no, but he he's capable. I'm going to say no. You know, he's had nine touchdowns this year in 10 yeah. games with the Atlanta Falcons. Right? He's their MVP. Isn't that something? I'm, mm-hmm. And then in 32 games with the Chicago Bears, he scored one playing the same position. Did you know that, Pierre? <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up I'm just mentioning it, I just don't know I don't, Saquon Barkley this year oh, we're, we're moving on, uh, let's let's go down from Saquon Barkley now, 6300 all the way down to we'll go down to your guy down here Devontae Freeman, I don't know that he's your guy, oh, no, <laughs> let's, go guy. To, let's go to Williams let's go to Williams since you're okay. at uh, Love Fest with, with uh, Detroit this week at 5400 um, give me a couple guys just out of this thing because we're, we're running a shorter time, so give me a couple guys yeah, uh, Williams at 5400 I think he's in play there's no DeAndre Swift uh, I really like his price. Your your guy Connor, uh, he's in play also. Fifty nine hundred going up against your Bears. I like him more if if Kyler's in uh, than if it's Colt McCoy. I like Eli Mitchell six uh, K. I uh, yeah. really like him also. Uh, getting all the touches there in San Francisco going up against Seattle, who thinks against the run. Uh, you look at Gibson. I feel like Gibson's a, a big you know big play also. Probably grading out the best points per dollar this week. Uh, no J.D. McKissick. He's already mm-hmm. ruled out. He should get the, the bulk of the carries, maybe even the passing down work as well, depending on what they do with Smallwood. So I like Gibson at 5,700 also. 
I like what you said about Elijah Mitchell because Debo Samuel won't be there to vulture mm-hmm. those touchdowns from him even <laughs> yeah. this go around. You know, that's that that is important. That is important. All right. And then we'll go down here. Um, I think Miles Sanders is going to play this Sunday and he's going to get not that we would want to play him, but man, once again, if their injuries are there, if they're gonna to have to lean on that run game and the Jets can't stop the run game at fifty two hundred, Pierre. Yeah, this will be the game he does well if he does well, because nobody's gonna play him after a lot of people played him last <laughs> week. So if he's going to go off, it's going to be this game, and you'll you'll hear about it all throughout social media. Sure. Oh, yeah, and then it'll, then it'll end up being a second-round draft pick again and redraft next year because of just one game. But look at right. one game. Right. Remember what he did against the Jets? Right. They're just not giving me the ball enough. <laughs> all right. I don't know if there's anybody else down here at the bottom of the barrel that we're looking at. Uh, I, d- I don't know what you're going to think about any of those running backs in Seattle, but I am kind of curious because San Francisco, even though they are an improved team, they haven't necessarily stop the run, but are they even going to have to worry about the run if it's Adrian Peterson, DJ Dallas? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. And their defense is getting healthy also. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch any of those Seattle guys. Uh one situation to watch is gonna be uh with the Rams. Uh Shoney Michelle yes. is only forty three hundred. So if Daryl Henderson's out uh right now he's questionable but if he misses uh Michelle becomes the lead back at forty three hundred really good price. Uh, Rams have the highest team total or second highest to the, the, the Buccaneers. So pay attention to that. And I really like Patterson too. Uh, Jared Patterson. I know he's at 4k. I wish he was a little bit cheaper than that, but he is going against the Raiders this game. And he is the guy who ends up getting some looks whenever Gibson's not in, uh, you know, Gibson's not performing well or something. And Gibson could get in the doghouse pretty quickly. And if McKissick's not there, we might be able to see Patterson go off this week. That's, that's my little sleeper. Yeah, it could be. My concern is that the the coach at least said that you know Wendell Smallwood's going to play the oh. the McKissick role because he's more of a, a pass catching back. At least that's what Coach Ron Rivera suggested. We'll see if that's the case. He did get called up from the practice squad, so yeah, that would be that. my only concern. And Smallwood's always one of those guys, man. He's got that yeah. one game. He's, he's got still that one game. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the one game. There was another guy I was on here as I was scrolling through here, and I wanted to get your opinion on him. Uh, oh, oh, I, you're going to say no. I don't even know why I'm asking this question. <laughs> David Johnson is out with an illness. Philip Lindsay is no longer there in Houston. Rex Burkhead is one of those guys, man. He's Sexy Rexy. Guys. 48K I, against I Indianapolis. Huh? Yeah. You saw what Leonard Fournette did last week against those. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. It's Friday night. I'm out with my Here guys. I'm giving you a hard time. That player just kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I won't give you a hard time, but yeah, Rex Burkhead at forty eight hundred might be an option down there if you were looking to save some money somewhere <laughs> because you're going to sneak in three big old wide receivers. Build me a lineup here. <sighs> I'm gonna check. A, I'm gonna go Carr uh, for this one. So give me Carr. I'm gonna stack him up with Hunter Renfro fifty eight hundred uh, and uh, Foster Moreau. I'm gonna save some salary at tight end. So give me Carr with Renfro Moreau. Nice. Uh, gonna bring it back with Gibson at 5,700. Uh, put him in the flex, he has a, a four o'clock start. So go ahead and put Gibson in the, the flex at 5,700. Uh, I'm gonna play the Lions defense uh, again. I, I feel like they can win this game. Uh, I feel like they can turn the ball over, but Kirk Cousins, even they get me six or seven, uh, that's just fine for 2,300. Give me my guy, give me JT. I agree with you. I feel like they're gonna, you know, try to establish the run. Uh, run the ball for sure. Make up for what happened against Tampa. Get me Jonathan Taylor, 9,200. And give me give me Eli Mitchell. Um, as you stated, Debo can't vulture uh, his touchdowns. You look at the, the two weeks he's played, 
uh, without the injury. He's got 27, you know, rushing attempts alone. Uh, he's looking at his 100-yard game. So give me Eli Mitchell against Seattle. I need a part of these high-scoring totals. Give me Mike Evans at 6,700. That leaves me Odell Beckham Jr., 5,500. Give me Odell. I think he's going to play coming off 10 targets, 5 for 81, the touchdown. Uh, really his first full game there in, in Los Angeles. I feel like they'll get him in the end zone, get on the show. So give me Carr, Elijah Mitchell, Jonathan Taylor, Odell Beckham Jr., Mike Evans, Hunter Renfro, Foster Moreau, Antonio Gibson's Lions defense. Lions defense. Okay, and and I can safely put in Van Jefferson in there if Odell yep. ends if up Odell's not doing it. So. Okay, all right. Hey, I am putting in a 10-set lineup. Just like that, or there's no better way to spend a Friday night, in my opinion. <laughs> Great job, Pierre. Thank you so much for walking me through all that, my friend. All right. Uh, I look forward to the next coming episodes with you leading up to Christmas, my buddy Roe. Leading up Absolutely. to Christmas. All Absolutely. right. Hey, thank you so much. Make sure you follow Pierre over on Twitter. If you got any last minute DFS advice, be feel free to ask him over there on Twitter at Peewee31. Don't forget to ask me as well at Loafin It, and I will send you over to Pierre. But you can also follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. Thank you so much for subscribing, for liking, for leaving comments, for retweeting, for quote tweeting, all those different things that you do for this show to get this show out there to the masses. We appreciate it so very much. But more importantly than all those other actions, Fit Fam, we want to encourage you to go out and find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today. 